Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you take crappy ingredients and you make an Italian dish with it, like a simple one, like a basic one, I don't feel like it's going to be as good. I do feel that it's possible to make a good Chinese dish using shitty ingredients. Obviously, that dish... I don't know. I don't... Like, you know, it's funny. That take, it's like, it can be very insulting to the (laughs) Chinese community or the... like wait i don't know who to i don't <laughs> wait it's like are we offended or are the chinese guys offended i don't know hello and uh, welcome to the worst asian podcast <laughs> this is fucking weird for me because Lindy just told me to do this i'm with my special chinese best friend Linji <laughs> <clears throat> he uh great intro but great intro I'm trying to drink my beer. <laughs> and let me just like do the intro. I'm like, all right, master. And and I am the other guy, Ben On. Oh, you forgot to introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, if this is somehow your first episode, usually I do the intros. But uh, thank you, Ben. Thank you. I, oh, that's why you opened that fucking... I wanted to eat this uh, bar. So I, I wanted you to go to the intro. All right, Ben. How's that? Since you went to the intro anyways, why don't you start with the chit-chat and go. All right. Um... How's your right here, Linji? <laughs> Did I tell you about my car ride to my house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or from Main Street, you know? Oh, shit, this bar is very hard. Hey, yo. <laughs> Jeez, yo. You're going to have to give me like a minute just to shoot this one bite. Please talk. Oh, okay. Um, I gave Linji a, a, a protein bar. That's like $8 per bar, I think. So There's like, right, four organic eggs. Um, I think it's like three grams of like macadamia nuts. Linji's just chewing right now. He's not going to be able to It's very hard to chew. I can't even finish this while doing the podcast. I'm trying to get to this one bite. So yeah, we're going to be talking about, what are we talking about? Asian, Asian, uh, what are we talking about? Asian plants? I think having you do the intro is a failing right now. Dude, yeah, because you caught me off guard. I was like, yeah, Linji's going to fucking, you know, take it over. I'm sipping on the beer now. You know, I just cracked it open. Let me see. I, I totally forgot what the fuck we're still talking about. <laughs> Hold on. I got this. I got this, guys. Give me a second. Okay, it's okay. No, I got this. Um, it's okay. It's okay. I'm back. I'm All back. All right. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> this is part two of a uh, double header. So this is part two of our... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm even amazed you remember the tagline when I first said go. Really? Yeah. I mean, you fucked up some of it, but you remembered most of it. How, like, if you had to give it a, a rating of burnt popcorn to delicious Szechuan popcorn. Six out of ten. That's All right, you good. know what? I'll take that. Six out of ten means that the person that's listening knows that they're on the right podcast, but they're just like, <laughs> and they just turn it off. They're like, I think this is a scam. <laughs> I think, I think my, uh, I think my car is infected with a virus. I mean, longtime listeners might just get a kick out of, oh, you're really, 
Yeah, you really use this. I do feel like if you listen to it enough, and they suddenly they press play and they hear you doing it, <laughs> they would like, oh, that's funny. They're gonna be like, uh, am I on the wrong Asian <laughs> podcast? <laughs> that's what they're gonna be thinking. Okay, okay. Um, this is a part two of a double header. Uh, I did the the thing where I switched shirts. Fuck! Oh, I was like, what the fuck? You gotta be use more fucking better adjectives and <laughs> verbs, bro. I switched shirts. I didn't switch pants. I'm still wearing my PJs right now. Yeah, you did. I refuse to get dressed for this. Yeah, I noticed. My, are, you, are you on like a strike? My wife saw me wearing the my other pair of PJs and my oversized hoodie for one of the past episodes that she was just like on my ass about. She's like, really? Like in a loving, joking way. She's like, you need to put yourself together. She's like, look, I get it. You're handsome, but you're pushing your luck. No, no. She definitely didn't say I was handsome. <laughs> I think she told me something recently where like, yeah. you would look better if you took care of yourself. <laughs> Holy shit. I think she said... Oh. Yo, I'm never gonna ask her about <laughs> or, about what she thinks of me, uh, like physically now. And she's she's a medical professional. I love you, sweetie, and I, you know, my respect to all the uh, female partners out there. But you know that a male partner cannot get away with saying that sentence to your female partner until now. Do it, Lindsay. Go. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. You would look better if you tried Try a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just... We would get canceled so hard. Let that seep in for a second. Let that just seep in for a second. You would look better if you just tried a little harder. Man, you know what? Yeah. Talk about double standards, right? Yeah. Talk about double I'm standards. I'm never going to ask you for her opinion. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a lesson learned right there. Maybe she has very high standards. That's good then. Maybe that says a lot about me. No comment, guys. Let's move on to the actual topic <laughs> of this podcast. Oh, Ben, how, how have you been recently? That's the part you forgot to ask me. How have I been recently? I literally asked you, how was your ride over here? I didn't take a ride over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You also didn't sleep again. I took like a good power nap. What's your definition of a power nap? I, actually, no, it was a shitty power nap. Like two hours today. Oh, that's pretty good. Dude. What? I'm amazed you even woke up on time. Really? When you said that you wanted to meet Record up a little earlier. bit earlier... The back of my mind, I'm like, this bitch is gonna fall asleep. <laughs> Yo, I'm not. I was like, somehow someone's gonna shoot a tranquilizer. Then you won't believe me. So when you sent that text to me, you then went to sleep, or you were already awake? No. Okay, I, I was you up. stayed awake. I, I actually stayed awake, did some research, you know, took care of my little doggy, and then and then our fat friend called me. It was a nice phone call. Oh, you guys talked on the phone. We talked on the phone. It was nice hearing his voice. Whenever I chat with them, if I have the time to give him my time, if I have the time to give him my time. Let me think about this sentence for a yes, second. Please. You already said it, dude. I know you're not editing this part out. But go for yeah, please. Go I'm not going to take this part out. I'm not going to take this part out. Oh, man. If yeah. I give him the privilege of my time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, yes. We're usually on the phone for a couple hours. Yeah. I don't know how that happens. Yeah, he's, he's, he's good at just like talking about nothing. It's like a good Seinfeld movie. You want to get off the phone, but he won't let you sometimes. Oh, well, you're busy. So busy. yeah, I, I totally get it. Sometimes I, I just fall for him like, yeah. So what are you going to eat? <laughs> How are you going to eat it? <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> How are you going to eat? You want to do a left-hander or a right-hander today? <laughs> like, I'll ask like the dumbest fucking question. <laughs> like, it doesn't even make sense. You know what I'm saying? You're, like, just, you're just saying something for yeah. the sake of saying something. Yeah, it's like, how did, you, how did you get that food to your, you know, in front of you? Did you buy it? <laughs> like, did you hunt it? Like, I'll ask like the stupidest fucking questions. <laughs> oh god all right i was gonna say though it was really good i don't remember the time i talked to him in the morning that was a crazy thing 
No one talks to you in the morning except for me. Yeah. I'm the only person that sees you in the morning. And the funny thing is, like, it's like if you're talking, it's like, I think this is Chat GPT Linji right here. It's like automated and shit at this point. Get the fuck over here. Come on, Get time. Get the fuck over here. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Part two. Part, part two. Okay, this is part two of a doubleheader. Do you want me to do the intro again? Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the worst Asian podcast where two Asian American millennials talk all things Asian. I'm your host, Linji He, <laughs> with my, I think, Korean friend, Ben On. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it's like, Ben, how are you feeling, man? You look like shit. So I was taking Uber cab right this morning. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, you fat fuck. Why do I sound like fat Trump? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on, you fat fuck. <laughs> so, so go on, how, how fucking miserable your life is, please. Is that how I talk with you? Yeah. Yeah, we should do an episode where we just pretend we're each other. Dude, oh my god. Would that work? That would actually be very funny, but that would only work um, for like a brief moment, maybe a bonus episode. Oh, yes, yes. That would actually be good. You know why? Because if it's it's crappy content, it's fine. (laughs) There's more more on the line. Oh, yeah. They're going to be like, yo, cancel this shit. They really are running out of it. But I do want to try that. Let's try a skit. Let's try like a host segment. We should do the ranting and raving part as each other. That's like a that's like a short enough thing. Oh, you know what? That's a short enough thing. All right, fine. Let's do that. Okay. This we'll do that on some bonus episode. Maybe we'll do even at the end of this episode. Okay, we'll see how it works then. You know, you know it's great when I think it's a good compliment when people ask like some people ask us like, yo, you guys like write scripts and shit? I was like, first of all, I can't read. <laughs> no, yeah. I can't read, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, we both can't read. We both can't read. Second of all, we don't have a person behind us or a teleprompter, you know, with a thing that just like reads the word slowly. Yeah, it's like you assume we can memorize more than two sentences. Yeah, also, I'll, be, I'll just be squinting. Ben doesn't even know what topic we're talking about right now. Yeah, wait, what, what are we talking about again? Asian, Asian genes? <laughs> we're going to be talking about um, feeling not Asian enough and also simultaneously feeling not American enough. Oh, oh God. This is like, oh, I have to use my brain. I love how Ben looks at all the notes and just decides what he wants to absorb into his brain. I literally just write like one word for like my whole thought. <laughs> I'll be like, fuck it. I'm, I'll figure it out. <laughs> this, one, this one is actually a very serious topic that I'm going to fuck up. Linji's going to save this one. I mean, it's not a serious, serious topic. It's I pretty just, serious. It's not that serious. I, I just thought it was like a, serious? It's a very common feeling. I'm just, I'm just serious so much. <laughs> It's a very common feeling that you and I have, although we don't give a shit and we take it uh, more you. lightheartedly. But lots yeah. of people do feel like they're stuck in between two cultures. Yeah. We can't speak our language, so we don't feel very Asian. Yeah. We look very fucking a- um, Asian. We look very fucking I Asian. I like how you had to like, we look very American. That's what you're going to say. It's like, we look, I know, we look American. I had to get my thoughts together. We look fucking very Asian. So when other yeah. people view us outside of Flushing Queens, they view us as like, Asian, Asian, right? Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm not going to ask this guy for directions on the subway. Right. They would never ask us. And I'm like, thank God. They're more likely to ask me for directions in Chinatown. <laughs> I get asked for directions more often when I'm in like an Asian area yeah. in Chinese. Yeah. Easiest way to start this whole conversation is, Ben, do you actually feel very Asian? Do you actually feel very American? One or the other. If you really had to pick, if I put a, uh, can't say gut anymore, but if I put some very sharp knife, actually knife is very dangerous too. If I put a chopstick to your head, Yes. And I said, Ben, if you had to pick one or the other, if you just had to pick one or the other, would you feel more American or more Asian? Definitely um, more American. Really? Yeah. No hesitation. Even living in Flushing, you would say, I feel more American than I feel Asian. I think I'll do an uh, injustice to the Korean community 
I'm not saying it has to be factually true because you could feel very Korean and you don't speak any actual Korean. It's I mean, about yes. what you think about what you are. You know, when you brought up this topic, it was I was like, oh shit. Um, we never talked about this actually. I feel like we talk about this all the time, but it kind of yeah, it's kind of yeah, but scattered around. It's kind of our identity of of the niche of this of this show. Yeah, exactly. The whole point of this podcast is because we don't feel Asian enough and we don't feel American enough. Yeah. When you say we've never talked about this, we've talked about this for 100 plus episodes, actually. Now we're getting to like the nitty gritty. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would say wholeheartedly. Still American. Yeah. Yeah, man. What about you? I feel more Chinese. Really still? This is a weird shift in how I feel by myself. I think it has in part to do with me being later in my life now. Maybe even in part to do this, this podcast. Really? Earlier in my life, I would say I felt more American because I never embraced trying to learn more about my culture. I was always uh, less, okay. by default, I was clearly blood DNA Asian, but I was yeah. never outwardly trying to be more Asian or trying to be more whatever. I felt like I was just trying to be just more myself, yourself. fit in right. with school and with friends and everything. And that was just because it's not like you and I were trying right. to do Asian things as a kid. We're just, we never thought about that. We're yeah. just being kids. And by default, because we grew up here in America, we're just being regular American kids. We didn't even speak the same like Asian language to each other. You speak Korean. Our friends, actually, I speak Winso. One of they them speak speaks Mandarin. Mandarin. One of them speaks dumbass knees. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't, I, I didn't <laughs> know what you're talking about. Actually. His process of elimination. Yeah, no, no comment. No comment. I'm just trying to say we never spoke like a common Asian language, so it's not like we're yeah. like some of the kids now. You see, right? Even though they're uh, American-born. Chinese or Korean, right. but they meet other like Chinese people in school, so they speak like Chinese with each other, which is right. cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying you and I, when we grew up, we just spoke English, so we never had like this common, like this yearning to be like, oh, I should try to associate more with like my people. Right. So that's why when I was a kid, Quote I was unquote. like, I'm just an American kid. Right. I'm DNA Chinese, but I'm just an American kid. I skewed more towards that if I had to pick. So if when, I had to pick. So if you're when you were younger, right, younger Linji, did you kind of, if there was like a spectrum kind of thing? There was times where you definitely felt more American, and then now it's progressing to more like Chinese. More Chinese, two parts, because I'm embracing it, and I'm also like wanted to retain and gain more of that side of me in order to further pass that on to my kid. Okay. So I think like that's a big factor, and I jokingly said it, but I really think this podcast, in some way, yep. because the whole content and the I mean, it is an Asian podcast, right? right. So like you're just talking about this stuff more. You and I. Never ever talked about this stuff as much as we've talked about the past two years. I, I actually ever talked about as much. Actually, even just like throughout our whole friendship, we used to it, joke that your Korean was shitty. That was a common thing, right? My Chinese was shitty. That was a common thing, right? But we never have like a like dug deep about. Yeah, it. yeah. So that's why I'm surprised that you still feel like much more American than you do Korean. Hmm. Well, how about this then? I think when I was younger, I always felt, I definitely felt way more American. Same with you. Now I feel like I'm more, uh, how do you say? I do try to prioritize. Prioritize? Prioritize. Or just trying to maintain somewhat of my Korean identity. You know, even though it's... Uh, You're failing. It's failing hard. We talked about this semi-recently. Yes. There's a difference between wanting to do something and doing it and actually doing it. Oh, that was the personality bonus episode they were talking about. Oh, yeah. That was a good episode. That was a really good episode. Where you're trying to be like, you want to be a certain thing. There's a difference between wanting and actually doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, you know, going back to what you're saying, I mean, I'm not a father. I'm not married. Uh, I think I have a job. 
<laughs> so I yeah. So or th- now you have a job. I think so. Yeah, you have a job that kept you awake all night again. Right. Um. But as you know, as we gotten older, I think all of a sudden it's like, oh shit. In a way, like my parents always come to mind. I'm like, oh shit. Like I don't want to lose that. Were you closer with your parents now or in the past? Oh, dude, way more now. Way more now, right? Super close now. I'm more closer with my parents now too. Yeah, and, and I think that also is another factor of why I like feel more Chinese now than I do before. Yeah. Huh. I would say. It's really interesting because I was having a talk with my brother and I was just kind of like pointing some things about, um, you know, things about him, right? The need to get a job. Uh, <laughs> the need to make the bed. I gave up. Oh, yeah. The bed. Yeah. Shower. Five. I think I'm paying five bucks. I'm Venmoing. Like, <laughs> did you do your bed? Venmo. Showers daily. Rest <laughs> twice a day if possible. So, yo, did you go to the doctor yet? Yearly? No. Here's 20. Just, just go. I'll get your Uber. But my father and my brother like still to this day have a really bad like they can't figure shit out okay you can sit there and have a beer or have a coffee and chat with either one of your parents yeah can your brother hypothetically sit there drinking whatever beverage that they want to (laughs) yeah and like have a conversation is that a thing that they can actually do you know it's really funny that you mentioned that my dad really does go maybe at this age now when we're all having dinner and shit he goes out of his way to try to get my brother, like, we're all having dinner together, right? Yeah. He he wants, you know, and I want my brother, too, to come out, right? And then when we do, you know, he's quiet, you know, we're like, hey, do you want to eat? Do you like food? You mean go out to eat or just come out of his shell? Just, like, literally come out of the fucking room and, like, join <laughs> okay. the fucking dinner you mean table. physically come out? Yeah, like, dude, can you take eight steps and just fucking sit? He likes prison-style food. You have to slide the tray underneath. Yeah. Yeah, it's like fucking Hannibal Lecter shit, you know? Yeah. So, it's really interesting. My dad brought this up. We'll all drink together, right? And my brother doesn't try to drink too much. Sometimes he'll drink if, you know, I guess he's in the mood. But my dad tries to relate to my brother now. And he'll be like, hey, you know why, like, I try more with, you know, uh, your Your brother brother. than you, right? I was like, no. I was like, you don't understand. Like, I'm the younger sibling. And he is too. Oh, So he knows from personal experience what it's like to be the younger younger one. one, Right. He's like, see, like, you're different. And I was like, oh, shit, I never thought about that. It's also props to your dad for like actually trying to connect with your brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he he really does care, you know? Like now he's accepted him like, oh, you're, you're, you're fucked. Why does it take everyone, including like your dad, including us, uh-huh. so fucking long to get to this point in your life when you start realizing like what's important and what you should actually try to focus on? <sighs> That's a great question. Oh, man. It's not really like that deep of a question because obviously when you're younger, you're not as mature and your focus is on doing other things with your life, you know, succeeding yeah. school, all that shit. Yep. I get it. That's the actual answer. Right. But it seems so simple now when you get to this point, when you're past that wall. Yeah. Why it did it take me so long to have real conversations with my family or to try to want to learn more? Was there ever like a breaking point where like, you just like, I don't know if you started or like your mom or you know dad started the gateway drug. My yeah. wife always says this. She says it in a very joking way. And there's a lot of truth to it. She's like, I made you a better family person. I don't have the facts, but I'm a believer actually. Yeah. And if you really look at the timeline and like everything else, that is true because she is a very family, uh, family oriented person. Okay, fine. Thank you for your English. I was like, I was like, what? So like she, uh, she's associated with, you know, like a nuclear family by DNA. You do the family thing very well. Yeah. Cause she has a lot of sisters. I remember. She has a lot of sisters and she's very close with the sisters. Yes, and that she, I remember about. And she's very close with her parents and her mom now. Yes. So when we got together, that rubbed off on me. Right. And you hate it. 
I mean, I think I probably resisted in the beginning, but just through the course of spending time with her family, because I used to go over for dinner sometimes and we oh, would all eat together. Right, right, and right. I saw like how tight knit they were. Me and my family, when we ate, it was like my parents came back from work. It was like, let's eat. We still sat together, but it was like, eat, eat, done, get out. It's like calories, calories. Yeah. And I would just energy. get and do my own thing. I never really paid much attention or put much uh, importance on that. Right. But, you know, she. I'm not even sure if it's verbally. It's not like she said, care more about your family. Care more about your family. She's not literally just saying the obvious. She's just showing through example and like reinforcing like, hey, we should do this with your family or like you should do X, Y, and Z. And like, I shit on my wife all the time because I love her. You know, that's how you show someone that you love them. Yeah. I I actually (laughs) think she shits on you. but She shits on me. I shit on her. Out of love. We shit on each other. Yeah. There's a lot of shit being thrown around in our house, but that's all that pure love. A lot of matter, yeah. A lot of heart-shaped pieces of shit (laughs) flying around. Yeah. But it's true though, like, I think without her, without her guidance through her examples, I wouldn't be as family oriented. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I wouldn't do the family thing as well as I do now. And that's the part that has led me to feeling more Chinese, feeling more Asian at this point in my life. Oh. Than I do feeling more American. I feel like you should have an episode with your with your wife about this, you know? It's like, hey, babe. I don't think she would ever want to come on. (laughs) Imagine. It's like um our CTO and our fat friend on the highway was joking in that chat that uh-huh. should they come on the podcast? I always think about that. Actually. And right away, I said you guys wouldn't make for good like people on the podcast. We would love you. It would be like a good bonus episode. Yeah, but it wouldn't be like good content. If we did like a, I guess like a, a skit, you know, or like a prank, you know, what I'm saying like some kind of like uh, interactive thing where we don't have to like. It's like yo, we don't want to hear you talk, <laughs> but we want your uh, presence. You know, then I think it'll be. You don't want to hear him talk, says the person that like talks to you on the phone for three hours, and you're talking about where did this food come from? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, how'd, how'd you do it? Did you use a napkin? I just want to make sure. All right, getting back on the thing. I like how you're pretty much saying, like, Lynch is like, I learned to be, you sound like Vision from like the Avengers, and you know, your wife learned is to like, be a human being. She's like Scarlet. Yo, it's true. It's true. I don't know where I would be without her. Wow. I wouldn't have health insurance, that's uh, first and foremost. <laughs> <laughs> so can I ask you this then? Like you, you mentioned about like the dinner thing, right? So you've had obviously a moments where you had dinner with her family, right? Yeah. And like you all the time. Yeah. And then so you, often. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're trying to imply there. But I'm assuming that like that's where you really I'm just kidding, guys. If you're listening, I love you all. I'm assuming that's where you were like, oh shit, like family's important. They're using words. <laughs> you notice there was a, a stark difference. Picture two families, right? This is just two hypothetical families. Okay. One's that sister and has dinner together yes. physically in the same space, but not. No. <laughs> hold on. Hold yeah. on. I'm saying like. Not mukbang, like you're like fucking zooming shit. Weird side note. I swear the last episode that we just recorded, we were eating popcorn throughout the whole thing. That felt like a impromptu mukbang. Oh, shit. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you listen to the audio only part, you probably didn't realize it, but we were just eating this popcorn the entire time. That was really good. That was really good, man. Uh, what was I saying? What was I saying? About the dinner and stuff. Picture yeah. two no, families, right? But okay. two random families. One that right. sits there together and eats, but just eats as fast as they can, just stares at the food, doesn't really make conversation, maybe even plays on their phone. And picture oh, okay, a, okay. a second family who puts away their phones, who's having dinner at like a nice human pace, not trying to like scarf it down like it's a Nathan's hot dog eating contest, right? <laughs> and they're making conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Having genuine conversation with each other. Right, small talk at least. Yes, yeah, small talk. Small talk is great because... Yeah. Not every conversation with your family, it's going to be something... Uh, what the fuck was that noise? Oh, sorry. That was your phone? It was my alarm. Your alarm is Boing. the sound of frogs hopping and skipping? Yeah, because I hate the... Uh, 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 I get PTSD from it. So I was like, <laughs> let me find something more relaxing. Sorry. 
Yeah, so like not every conversation with your family is going to be something big and monumental. Sometimes you're literally talking about right. what's something nice you ate recently. The weather. Right? And like that's good. Yeah. Because like sometimes when you talk about small things like that, it then forks into other deeper things. That's true. I Your agree. mom had a great dish recently and that reminds her of something that she had as a child. That's true, yes. Leads to other things. It's okay just to have small talk. Yeah. And then that's where you kind of learn like, oh, this is, this is how to be human. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. That's enough about me being human. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. But that kind of gave you like an inspiration. Yeah. And suddenly like, oh shit, I didn't realize it, but thank God, you know, the woman I love is kind of showing me like, oh, this is pleasant actually. And they're, I'm assuming like they were very welcoming with you. Yeah, like, yeah, of course, of course. Oh. If they weren't, then I wouldn't be married to her. Actually, you know what? Did it, there was, was there if any, it's true love, I guess if the nah, in-laws are not welcoming, you would still marry that person. Yeah, exactly. But it was right off the bat, they were like, oh, when they met you, like they yeah, kind yeah, of did yeah. the yeah. best. Although were the, you nervous? The first dinner? You were nervous. The way that her mother discovered that me and my wife first started dating was we were cutting class or something. Oh, I knew it was fucking you. And then we were going to a diner and then we were crossing the street. It sounds exactly like what you would do. With, yes. We were crossing the street. Uh-huh. And guess who was stopped at that light in front of a car? The mom? The mom was in the Get car. Get the fuck out. And we were crossing the street and her mom's in the car. No way. Talk about like bad timing. So she like, did she stop and like fucking like roll her window down? Or, I, she, just, or she like fucking like looked? Like, I remember this shit. Oh, you know, it's funny. I actually don't remember what happened after she saw us. I don't vividly I re- remember I, what Linji, happened. Lindsay's trying to say, I like, must have blacked out. She must have punched me. <laughs> it's like, I think she tried to run me over and I had a coma <laughs> or some shit. And then we had dinner as an apology. Um, okay. What are some times that you actually do feel more American? Because you said before that you feel more American. What is it about you, Ben, the human being, the great human being that you are? Wow. What is it about you that makes you feel more American than Korean? Um, I think it's just because, especially with my father, you know, when we just talk about shit, right? Talking about American things, not Korean things. It always just boils down to him talking about Korea, right? So, like, for example, like, you know, we'll talk about politics, right? Small talk, right? Yeah. About the news. And then he just, like, somehow just, like, goes, like, yo, man, you know, in Korea, I had to learn thousands of years of history. You can't even remember, like, 70 years. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? How does that make you feel more American, though? Because I don't know shit about Korea, you know? And You also don't know those 70 years of American history. I mean, I, I kind of do. I'm like... World War II. World War II. After World War One. Yeah, like Tony the Tiger created America. You know, like China and Korea, right? They spent thousands of years. But I don't think you have to know a history of a whole country to feel more of that country. I mean, maybe this is what I know from my father. He takes great pride. And like remembering all that. Oh, so what you're trying to say is basically you don't feel like you live up to his standards of what it means to be Korean because he feels right. like knowing South Korean. Oh, actually, at that point, Korean, Korean, Korea, Korea history right. is more important and is like a important trait of being Korean. It's more so just like you know he's just trying to say like you should always try to remember your roots. And I never really thought about that. Mm. You know, like remember your beginning. So you feel like you failed by his standards. That's why. Yeah. But it also piqued my interest because, you know, he also then explained how in Korean history, all our last names, right? Unfortunately, depending on the last name, you could trace it back and then you could figure out, like, unfortunately, if it's a good or bad thing. But there's like three Korean names. So you're all in the same tree, same lineage. So the last name, there's actually, I could be butchering this part, paraphrasing. Real Koreans, please, uh, you know, 
Rise Fact up. Checkmate, yes. Rise up. But I believe my father said that there's six or seven last names where once you hear it, like they're the boogeyman. Oh. Yeah, like seriously, like that. Low class, bad. Low class, yeah. Oh, okay. Do you know where your last name falls? Yeah, I asked. I was like, that. Now you got me hooked. I was like, I need to know, like, where the fuck are the ons, right? Yeah. He's like, all right, this is how it is. We're like right in the middle. We're like scholarly, but we're never like the fucking shit. But we're protected and we're well off. But there's two kinds of ons. There's an A N and then there's an A H N. It's the same shit. It's just we just didn't spell it correctly. That's all it is. <laughs> but we're the same shit. So you know the A N's like, don't worry. Like there's no way there's a uh, there's no mess. It's not sloppy. But um. Like the Lees, the, the Changs, I think, because Chang is also technically a Chinese. I've never met a Korean person with the last name Chan. You did. Who? Do I know him? You, you're going to name someone that I know. Yeah, uh, Chang. Who's Korean that I know that is a last name Chan? Are you fucking serious? I'll beat this part out. All right, fine. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, yo, please, you can you... And, and I'll beat it? that part out. Okay. Um. Yeah, so... Uh, Oh my god. He's Korean as fuck. He's Korean as fuck. <laughs> okay. But like his last name, right? The Changs, right? The Lees. It's either you're really, you're like the shit of royalty. Yeah. Or you're just like slum. Oh, there's a big gap in between. It's, it's a nothing huge, in between. Nothing yeah, in between. At least with the Ans, it's like, yo, we're, we're good. We're solid. You know, some Asian last names, I love it for the fact that it's so common and so specifically to one country that you right away know. But the name Lee. Is so it could be like anyone, right? Exactly. It could be almost anyone. Like some people. I mean, Tommy Lee Jones. Are you Asian? It could also be white. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Tommy Lee, the drummer, right? But every Western person, every Caucasian person that is actually a Lee and is Caucasian is L E E. It's never L I. Oh, you're right. It's always L E E. Oh shit, you're right. I didn't think about that. It's always L E. L E E is the part that's semi confusing. Oh, you're right. It could be John Lee, and you would think. Because we're Asian, we see an Asian person, and then like this Caucasian as fuck person comes up. He's John Lee L E E. But if it's John L I, there's an almost zero percent chance that John L I is Caucasian. So you don't think like L E E can be kind of like L E E is a very universal name. Do you think it's more Asian or it's just like literally down the middle? I think it's more Asian, but it could possibly be Caucasian. So Tommy Lee, Jones. Tommy Lee Jones, right? He's not. He's not Chinese. He's not Chinese at all. He's like the least Chinese person I know. <laughs> But what's it? I think I think as I've gotten older, I want to be more Korean. That's that's once the again, thing. Ben. Want we're gonna branch this off, okay? Yes, sir. You want to be more Korean yeah. for the same reasons that we that we've talked about thirty a minutes lot. for thirty minutes for thirty minutes a day. Yeah. But what are you actually trying to do to be more Korean? So interesting enough, like for example, you know, like with your son, you know how you talked about you trying to talk. To my son in Korean. That's what you're trying to do. <laughs> Talk to my yo, Chinese how mad, son. How mad would you... Yo, guys, how funny would it be if like Linji's son's like, I don't want to speak Chinese. I want to be Korean. Linji's like, God damn, I feel as a father. I would. I would. <laughs> and this is not like anything... Racist. Racist or yeah. political or anything like that. It's just right. that if my son like says he wants to be, speak like Hebrew, but like, what the fuck just happened here? <laughs> yeah, I want to speak... What the fuck He's just like, yo, happened? I want to learn Latin. <laughs> but... um. As I got older, I definitely want to put more emphasis. And going back to my brother, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't know this, but like a lot of times my brother and my father, when I'm not there, they would beef a lot. What's your definition of beef for those that don't know what that means? Beef means like they would like, it's like atomic. Like they're, you know, my father's yelling at him. My brother's like, yo, I'm going to murder you. Oh, wow. And it sucks. It's like, I'll find out way later. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And then like when I have the moment when I'm with my brother and we'll talk. You know, he'll tell me that eventually, just spur of the moment. 
And I wasn't trying to criticize him, but what I told him is that, have you noticed that like when you and dad speak together, right? The reason why, so my dad always bitches at my brother saying that like, oh, every time I need him for help, the way he comes off, it's infuriating. Yeah. It feels like- The way that your brother comes off. Yes. Okay. But the thing is like, when my brother talks to me, right? It's because I speak English, right? So when I speak to my brother's... Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Right. Language is hard. Yeah. So my father doesn't understand like the social cues. My brother's not being disrespectful. He's just saying it with American social cues and tone. Right. Yeah. There's like, uh, yeah. Right. So my father fails to recognize that and my brother fails to try on his part. And, you know, what I told him is that like, my brother, I was like, yo, you know, honestly, if you, like, I try to speak to my parents in Korean, even though as shitty as it is. Yeah. I will make an effort to try to communicate to in Korean as much as I can. And I realized that dissolved a lot of our, you know, um, issues. Because it's got to be frustrating when the two of them are fighting. It's, yeah. He's trying to get his point across in crappier Korean with the wrong cues and the, and the wrong ways of saying things, right? And then your dad probably is like saying stuff, but in the back of his, his mind, he knows like, this kid does not understand what I'm trying to say. The he says all nuances the or like the complexities of what he's trying to say. And then he starts bitching, you know, in front of him. Because they're both getting frustrated because they can't make the other person understand. Exactly. When my brother actually has the right intention, but because of this huge miscommunication and my brother's inability and my dad's inability to just um, be more sensitive about social cues. Yeah. It's like two cavemen from like different like fucking continents, you know, trying to build a fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is where I told him, I was like, you know, if you put an emphasis on trying to like speak to him in Korean, I don't think you understand like how much further that would actually ease a lot of the tension. Yeah, yeah. And when I said it to him, I think like kind of like a light bulb was like, oh shit, that actually, that kind of makes sense. I was like, I get it. Our Koreans suck, but I bet you the results will be a lot more favorable in your, in your side. You think a big, not big, but an easy way of figuring out if you actually feel more Asian or more American, uh-huh. regardless of what you think you are, is just what language do you think in? Oh, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There's a great exa- uh, experiment is when you dream, which language are you dreaming in? You don't even have to go that far, right? Just in terms of thinking, like when you're consciously awake thinking, what language do you think in? English. I mean, yes. But there's some people like almost like they're right down the middle. Oh, and they're not sure. Yes, because like my cousin, for example, right? His Korean is very immaculate. I mean, for my standards, right? And by your standards, my Korean is pretty good. Your Korean is better than mine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a low barrier. I don't <laughs> yeah. know why you... Why do we have? Why do we even bother saying that? Yeah, Linji Park, right? So the thing is that, like, it's really interesting. My cousin, you know, like now he's now he's struggling trying to retain his Korean. You know, but what does I mean? he think in Korean? Has he said to you whether or not he thinks in Korean? He he still does. He does. Is he consciously trying to think in Korean? No. So that's the thing. That's why, like, the dream part is a very interesting because your dream is just a natural way. So right. if most of your dreams are you just thinking and you know a uh, dialect. Why is in Korean or in English? That is one of those is the dominant uh, language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're, you know, you're just more comfortable with. Yeah, that's what I, w- I was trying to think. Like, if you think in that language, then you probably subconsciously feel like you're more of that culture, or you're. That's a good. That's a good question, though. That's actually like a really good starting question. I don't think I've ever thought in Chinese in my life. Maybe when I was younger, like when my parents only spoke Chinese with me, like that voice in your head kind of thing, or just like when you're just having a conversation in your head about. What should I eat? Or blah blah blah, right? Yes, you're doing it in the language. I do obviously, it in English. Yeah, yeah, you're right. me too. It's always English. Even if I right now, like right now in this chair, yeah, try to have a thought in Chinese in my head, I can't. You can't formulate like a perfect sentence, like a full, well thought out. 
Where it's like, okay, I could do like maybe like six words max. It's not even the word thing because if you're thinking in your head, it doesn't have to be good grammar or good pronunciation. Yeah. I just can't even think in Chinese in my head because I'm trying to think. Try to think in Korean right now, Ben. Try to think in your head what you should have for your dinner tonight. Right, yeah. Try to think in your head. It just doesn't work because I'm struggling to not think in English. And you already know like, oh, man, I know this is like all grammatically incorrect. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, actually. Just thinking about that. Mentally, it's just whatever. So in my mind, I probably feel more American yeah. subconsciously because I'm always like thinking in English. But I think I'm actively, outwardly, proactively trying to be more Chinese. So that's why I said I think I feel more Asian. Do you think like... I don't know. You know what's interesting when you're talking about that? Let's just say you're f- math fluent in Chinese, right? Like super fluent, right? But in terms of like you do American things, it's like culturally, what is it that you like to do, um, you know, that's American? I feel culturally, oh, fuck. You know what I'm saying? Besides, I'm like, besides like eating. Yeah, right? because I was just going to say, in terms of food, right. my food preferences are super Asian. Okay, yes. Super Your Asian. Diet, yes, yes. Like super Asian. Like I would never choose to go to, and this is not like a jab on the specific cuisine, but I wouldn't choose to go to an Italian restaurant. Okay, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not because I don't like pasta. Right. But it's not like something you could eat every day. It's not like something I would crave to eat. It's not a celebratory meal for me. Like for me, right. I, I wouldn't say, oh, let's celebrate my promotion by going to, Right. I was going to say Applebee's, but that's not Italian. Uh, what's <laughs> the other Olive Garden. Oh, fuck. I was trying to... <laughs> when you're here, you're family. I was trying to Wait, think. is that Papa John's? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Better ingredients, better pizza. That's, that's... <laughs> Holy shit. I wouldn't have that cuisine. Like when I want to eat something, I always default to anything Asian and I'm not trying to think of it. I agree. Like I want hot pot because it's cold weather. I want uh, Korean barbecue because I'm feeling just like having a lot of meat. I want something spicy. You know, I'm always default or like sushi. I'm always defaulting to wanting to eat something Asian. I'm never, almost never defaulting aside from cheeseburgers. That's very Chinese. <laughs> That's the most Chinese thing ever. Yeah. So I think food, I know you said not counting food, but I think food is also a, a thing too, right? Wait, so I, just for the record, I just want to make sure you actually don't you don't miss like, you know, Chinese cuisine. I don't miss it because I eat so much of it. Really? I want to eat it. Holy shit. I want to eat Chinese cuisine. I eat a lot of it. Right. Thus, I do not miss it because I'm eating a lot of it. It's that circle of completion. Wow. So like, how about this? Don't you get like homesick, you know, like that homesick feeling where like, damn, I, I miss like. No, because I eat so much of it. I just came back from my parents' house yesterday. We had a big dinner. They cooked it. So right. I'm always being satisfied of those home cooking, Chinese cooking cravings. Right. So I'm never missing it. Oh. So I don't crave it. Right, right. There's a difference between craving and wanting. Craving is you want something that you cannot have or that's like from a distance. It just sounds like me like I want to do something. I want to have money. No, I already have money, but I still want the money that I have. You know what I'm trying to say? No, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, no, it's just interesting. I never actually... I actually thought you were the opposite of this. What did you think? That I didn't want Chinese food? No, I thought you always wanted Chinese food. I do. And I get it. But you're saying that like... My wants are satisfied constantly, but I still have those wants. Must be nice. Must be nice. No, but it, that's really true. I didn't know, I didn't know that. Because sometimes like there was a period where like I just wasn't eating Korean food. And when I finally got to eat, right? Korean food, I was just like, oh my God. I like, I was like, oh my God, I really fucking miss this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't like put it this way. Like, you can't eat. Did you fart? No, I coughed. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yo, that was, a, that was a good fart. So, like, 
You can't eat Italian every day. You know what I'm saying? I like, can't I, even eat Italian like once a week. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, by default, you could always eat Chinese food. Your shit. Asian food. Right. Always. Beef and broccoli. No, that's fake Asian food. <laughs> but you, but I could eat that too. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying, right? That's what I'm trying to ask. I could always eat Asian food yeah. by default. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, do you ever like try to eat other cuisines and like your stomach just doesn't feel right? It's not even that it's feel right. I feel like your heart. No, my wallet. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, okay, guys. No, I know guys. what you mean. I know what you mean. All right. I'm gonna make maybe this is like like a hot take. I feel like if I order a bowl of pasta, uh huh, and it's a certain amount of money, whatever your budget is. And then you look at the ingredients involved? And I involved? look at the ingredients involved. Okay. Once again, I swear to God, it sounds like I'm hating on no, Italian no. food. But... This is interesting. Okay. I'm thinking very hard because I don't want to have this come across the wrong way. Can You want me to give you like I an example? I look at the complexity of a lot of Italian dishes. Yeah. And I don't see it there. My take... Oh, on, yo, um, shout out to our Asian Italians. My take, <laughs> my take is this. Yeah. Italian food is the best when the ingredients are the freshest and the best. But it's not... Yeah, it's not Papa John's. <laughs> but it's not necessarily that the dish is complex or Ooh, difficult. Okay. This even, is a very I'm hot take. I'm not even Italian. Like, <laughs> very, I'm offended. This is a very hot Ooh, take. Oh, damn. This, oh, this is good. I like this. All right. But do you know what I'm trying to say? I do, actually. No, no. I, I don't think you're wrong. It's just... Ingredients are simple, but... Whoa! Mamma mia! Wow! I'm going to get a lot of hate on this, but I'm just trying no, to put dude. my thoughts out there. I'm trying to say it in the most politically correct way that I can. Yo, your shit is simple. Yeah. <laughs> your shit is whack. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Great Italian food is always, uh, to me, feels like it has to be a great ingredient. But can't you say that about all food, though? No. Whoa. Oh, this is good. I feel like I'm just interviewing you today. Yeah, this is nice. There is great Chinese food that's not great because the ingredients are great, but because the seasoning is on point, the whatever the cooking technique is on point. Interesting. I feel like if you take crappy ingredients and you make an Italian dish with it, like a simple one, like a basic one, I don't feel like it's going to be as good. I do feel that it's possible to make a good Chinese dish using shitty ingredients. Obviously, I, I that know. dish... I don't know. I don't... Like, you know what's funny? That take, it's like, it can be very insulting to the <laughs> Chinese community or the... Top. So actually, that was like the perfect fucking <laughs> answer. Like, if you think about it, yo, replay it back, like wait, I don't know who to. I don't <laughs> wait. It's like, are we offended or are the Chinese guys offended? I don't know. That's the whole point. When you don't want oh, to, oh wow, uh, that yo, you just saved yourself there. That was really good. That was really fucking good, Linji. This is why you're smart. When you're scared of offending one culture, <laughs> you offend all the cultures. You offend both of them, and then you're fine. You just saved yourself. That is so interesting. Okay, so, okay, okay. Let's get back to the actual topic, like you said. Oh. Uh, okay. Can you give me any examples? Let's let's go through this oh, with okay, the okay. rest of the time that we have. I'm examples sorry, yeah. of when you felt not Asian enough or not American enough. I always feel this way whenever I go to like medical places, like I see uh, the doctor, or I'm with my wife or my son seeing a doctor and stuff. Okay. I try to use the most immaculate English that I can. Really? And I don't know why. Yeah. I'm subconsciously, subconsciously, I'm doing it because oh I'm God. trying to, I think in the back of my mind, I'm still trying to prove that I'm very American, American. even though we're oh my three God. Chinese patients seeing an American specialist. I try to use like the best English. I try to joke in a very American way. Like, hey, how, how about them Red Sox? Some, like something American culture based. Right. I try to I, do that and I oh don't know why I still do that. I am surprised. I think this is the first time I, I, I didn't know you thought that. I don't. To this day. I don't consciously try to do it. But you do though. But I subconsciously. You catch yourself. Catch myself doing that. And I'm always like, why the fuck am I doing this? 
Yeah, dude, why the fuck are you doing that? If I go to, let's say, a non-Asian place and I'm at the counter or like at the bar yeah. talking with the bartender or the hostess, whatever, while I'm waiting for my food. You order like the most American thing. You're like, yeah, no, no. I'll take a Tito's. I'm also trying to have a conversation in the most oh. American way that I can. And I don't know why I do that. Okay. You know, I me, can relate to I that. I don't give a shit about people. But you kind of... But I kind of do, I guess, right? You kind of want to need to prove... Actually, that I totally fucking understand. Yes. Do you remember when I used to work at that beauty supply store? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you stole um, hair dryers. Um, <laughs> not me. I just called you out. No, not, not me, guys. Um, I don't know who it was. What's We're, the chances of that person listening to this podcast? We're not that famous yet. Yeah, but um, what's it? So I believe um, you're talking about someone else, a coworker, right? Don't fucking... I told you on the last episode, I stole from Macy's all the time as a kid, okay? You I'm didn't work scared. for Macy's. There's a difference. Okay. Not that I stole. <laughs> and they're Korean. So, so technically, it's a small world. Okay, sorry. No, no, it's okay. It's so, okay to steal from your own race, though. Holy crap. <laughs> I did not... I, uh, for the record, any cops will say, this is all for entertainment purposes only. Yes, you're saying. But I was saying. I remember there was one time I had... I was at the register, and I was just talking to this, like, you know, black lady and stuff, right? And before she left, she was like, can I tell you something? I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, I am so surprised at how American you sound. I was like, did you feel good when she said that though? I honestly, 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 I doesn't think I don't know if I'm just too dumb. I kind of was just like, I didn't get offended actually because we had a, a solid long talk, you know, like the whole time. And you know, when she said that, right? She's like, and she apologized. She was like, I am so sorry. I don't mean a lot of y'all, but I think it's just so great that like how American you are. Yeah, let's try to dissect that for a second. Right, exactly. She had the best intentions. Exactly, yeah. I always say the first most important factor is what are their intentions when right. someone says something. That's, right. I think that's most important. Right. No matter what. Sometimes people just are not aware of how they should be saying certain things, but they're trying to convey a compliment. They just don't know, what, let's say, the right terms or what to say or not to say, right? Exactly. First and foremost, what are that person's intentions? In this case, she had good intentions, right? She was super sweet. You know, we're laughing, we're joking. For the sake of discussion, if you want to dissect that a little bit, it's like... Which I'm sure a lot of, you know, Asian Americans have dealt. Right. You know? Is it weird to take a compliment like that? If someone says your English is so great and they're saying it with the utmost, like, sincerity. Right, right, right. Should you be offended at all? Or are you thinking too hard? Should you just accept the compliment as a compliment? So that's a great question, right? For me personally, I think that's a really great thing about this country. We're the first of its kind where Think about it. You're Chinese. I'm Korean. We have friends that are black, Spanish, you know, like from everywhere else, right? This is the first of its kind of this country. It's like one of the greatest social experiments if you think about it. Like most countries or civilizations, right? We're just always stuck together. Now we're at a point where, you know, we could just go on the train. The diversity is, is fucking crazy. So for me personally, and I think growing up in New York, I actually thought, Okay, it is offensive. Technically, it is fucking offensive. But I also want to say that, like, just because of this little moment, it actually kind of bridged the, gra uh, the, the gap of right. like, racial tension. And, you know, I could have corrected her and da da da. But what I told her was, like, hey, like, you know, I'm really glad that we talked and, like, you know, it was a pleasure meeting you. Because I could tell, like, she didn't know how to word it properly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she felt awkward. But the fact that she put herself in a position where she could have. It's tough because it's it's yeah. Exactly. Would you rather? Would you rather as the Asian person not get a compliment at all? That's what I'm saying. I know some people would say you shouldn't care what other people think, but 
Would you rather get no sincere compliments or some sincere compliments that's maybe phrased the wrong way, but with the right. right intention? Right. So like, dude, this is the thing. Like, we live in America. Like, racial tension is, it comes with the territory. And Here. not everyone understands everyone else's culture's nuances, yeah. right? Like, if you want to compliment someone that's from a completely different country and you want to say something like, oh, sometimes if you say your culture is very interesting, even that comes off the and wrong it's very way. ambiguously, like, it can go, it's a double-edged sword. Right. Right? But, like, that's the thing. Like, it's kind of the whole idea, like, African-Americans, African-Americans, not just Africans, African-Americans. You look at the history, it's been played, blah, blah, blah. But they had to, you know, they had to deal with a lot of bullshit to get to where they had to go through. You know, like, Jesse Owens running against, like, the Nazis and shit. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? In the fucking Olympics, Jackie Robinson, all that shit, right? You know, when 9-11 happened, you know, we instantly vilified anyone of you know like indian not even indian a uh, middle eastern uh descent yeah like sikhs aren't even muslims but like we dark-skinned brown people period and not, we would, not even just like a specific right country or religion just like if you were a dark-skinned brown person exactly you were grouped together exactly and that's the thing it's like i think unfortunately we're gonna have to go through the rough patches in order to make progress for the future right 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 so you have a son i genuinely do believe that, you know, in the future, it's going to be beautiful seeing him. Oh, I'm such a cynic. Really? I'm such a cynic. What? Okay, okay. Because I... Well, hold on a sec. Was that... Yeah, I was going to say, was that your door? I almost knocked over my, my beer can. Oh, I was like, I thought it was your doorknob. Let me finish this beer before I accidentally knock it over. Yeah, cheers. I'm just a cynic because I think... No, it's good. I get it, though. No matter where you are in the timeline of history and everything, there's America? always... America? There's always going to be, like, some kind of, like problems and new problems will be invented if the old problems are solved what about like racism like if we're talking about just like identity racism will, will never end we could try our in best america to, in the world period okay racism just will never end because people are genetically built to be judgmental ju well <laughs> i don't know about that it is true there's a tribe mentality that people have right and you always look at it no matter who you are and no matter how you try your best to not do it but and I'm not trying to say like my son's going to grow up in the worst world. Right. Hopefully. But he's not going to grow up in some utopia where right. racial issues are gone. So, right. You know, it goes back to, I think it was Bill Burr, how he was saying like, there's a reason why there's no black hockey players. Right. Mm. And I was like, oh shit, like it makes sense. You know, like when there was a whole time, like people were like, oh, I'll just move to Canada. And I was like, no, there, there's still racism up there too. Like yeah. Asians are racist towards Asians as well. People don't realize that. Asians are super racist towards Asians. Yeah, and, and Asians are generally racist too. Like, this is the thing. I'm not trying to say racism isn't... No, it, it exists. But the beautiful thing is, like, America is the first of its kind. It's a very interesting social experiment that we're going through right now. It's gonna be fucked up. But for more better than good, I think it is working. Mm -hmm. You know, it does get better for, you know, what we went through, what, you know, our, our parents had to go through until what your son will go through. That it will be more promising. Yeah, yeah. Let's so, wrap this up with, I guess, a very general question. Okay. Um, we were talking about feeling more Asian, feeling more American. Is it better just to say that, like, there's some ambiguous group in the middle that you and I fall into? Oh. That's maybe the next generation. It's similar to how a lot of Asian cuisine that's being made by a second generation person is like this weird fusion uh, now. Like it's not right. authentic uh, Korean food or authentic Chinese food. It's like this weird mishmash because they grew up in America. So right. instead of saying not feeling Asian enough, not feeling American enough, maybe we just feel the way we feel because there's a new category for us now. Okay. I think um, that would probably, that's the cop-out answer. But no, I think no, no. the reality is that that's the gray that we live in right now.
let's get to the favorite part of the whole podcast, ranting and raving. This is where Ben and I talk about something shitty going on in our lives or something good going on in our lives. Um, well, how much time? Oh, crap. We only have 10 minutes for this and the outro. So, Ben, do you have anything crappy to rant about this week? Um, I was going to look it up first. Do okay. you want to go, go first? Sure. I'm tired of parents. Actually, you know what? How do I phrase this? Nicely? I was going to say, that's you. I'm tired of parents. <laughs> I always, have to, parent. I always have to phrase my stuff so carefully now. Other parents? Maybe it's a not popular opinion, but not all people are meant to be parents. Not all parents like are me. good parents. Gang. Not all people have what it takes to be Gang. the right parents. Gang. And that, Preach that, that shit. That doesn't mean that they don't care. That just means that they don't have the skill traits to be a quote-unquote proficient parent. Yeah. I totally fucking agree with you. I hate the fact that like, oh, now you're a parent? It doesn't... You're not the fucking pope. You, you can still be a shitty person. Yeah, you, you could care a lot about your kid, but you don't act upon that caring, right? Oh, my God. Love for a child does not make you suddenly the most responsible, timely, cleanly, you know, whatever person. Insert, yeah, any positive fucking adjective. Right. And this is both for the mother and the father. It doesn't instantly make you a better human being just because now you love a tiny version of yourself. Dude, thank you so much for saying that. So I was at my son's gymnastic oh, oh, things. Okay, and okay, okay. there's this one mother that has a daughter that goes to the place, right? But she also brings okay. she brings her second child, which I think is like a another a year to a year and a half old child because the child is just starting to walk. But she does uh-huh. this thing where she's like, she lets the kid just roam around in the lobby, which is fine. But if you let your kid roam around in the lobby and they start disrupting other people, yeah. then you, no matter what your parenting style is, if you're laissez-faire, if you're very hands-on, no matter what your personal choice of parenting style is, that's fine. But when that style and the way that your kid is acting disrupts other people, you need to, in that moment, do something about it. You can't just be like, oh, I'm the kind of parent that just lets my kid decide what he wants to do. But your oh. kid is like smashing someone else's cell phone, right? right? Or smashing the other kid's face in or some sh- Or stealing his toys. Or like, whatever. Then you can't because now it's interrupting someone else. If you're in your own home or your own space, your own environment, yeah. and you're doing whatever parenting style, yeah. that's fine because it doesn't bother other people, I, right? I totally agree with you. So this one time that lady had her kid, yeah. this like toddler just barely walking. Okay. The toddler walked to the doorway yeah. and some other parent was leaving the place. But... He saw that as soon as he opened the door, that toddler went to the doorway. So he, being the a regular human being, didn't just let go of the door because it would have like smashed the kid, right? Okay. So he kept holding the door, and then the mother is on the side, like three feet away. Instead of, what would you do, Ben? You would go grab your kid out of the, the doorway, right? Instantly, yeah. She stood there, and she's like, "Hun, get out of the doorway, please. Come, come." Oh my god! You can't stand there for like a good two minutes. She's like, "No way!" You can't stand there. You gotta get out of the way. And the person, you could tell the person getting upset because he's just holding the door. Because he can't let go of the door. It's going to hit the kid. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. going to hit the kid. Yeah, he doesn't understand like cognitive abilities. Yet. And he can't like pick up your kid because you know you shouldn't touch other people's oh kids, right? Oh, my God. You, 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 were, you were just there watching this shit. This, it wasn't even me, but I was on the side like, oh yo. Oh, God, dude. This lady. This is actually upsetting. <laughs> she doesn't read the situation. Uh, yeah, clearly. If you're a hands-off parent, that's cool. But clearly, go pick up your kid. And I think eventually after two, three minutes, the kid got bored of standing in the doorway. So the kid wasn't even responding to the mother saying, come. She just got bored of standing in the doorway. So she got out of the doorway and then the, the other person could finally let go of the door. That is so dangerous, man. And the whole time I'm thinking, That's yo. so dangerous. You, the parent. Yeah. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a shit what kind of parenting style you have. That's your choice. Right. Exactly. You're not, you're not quick to judge a judge. 
But well, I'm very quick to judge. Oh. <laughs> but that it, kind of yeah, that that one situation. That type of situation that's is like pretty intense. I'm not lying. It doesn't matter. It's not a judgment on how you do as a parent. You do your own thing. It it's almost matter. like a question of humanity. It's no, it's it's common sense. You're you're bothering someone else. Yeah. That other parent wants to leave. Can he I, can't leave. Yo, I swear to God, in my head I was thinking, if I was there, yeah. I would give a countdown. Yeah, yeah, say I was thinking the same. I would do miss, a missile. I'm gonna let go of this door in three, two, one. So I'm giving you warning. I'm about to hit. You want to save your own DNA? You pick your kid up right now. Yeah. Cause what are you supposed to do, crap. right? Anyways, uh, dude, that yo, I, that's I'm a little heated. <laughs> I don't even have a kid. You, you, dumb are, people upset me. Yeah. I think that was just a dumb person that didn't understand the situation. Oh, man. I, and then you're like, bothering someone else. I think the uh, most heartbreaking part about that is like. Now you're like, I feel bad for this kid. Well, I don't give a shit about the kid. <laughs> <laughs> I just think you shouldn't hurt other people's kids. So you have to hold the door. Can I, can but you're being inconvenienced because the mother is too dumb to come pick up her kid. Man, dude, I think. <sighs> Let's move on to your ranting and raving. Oh, I was going to say, if I had a kid and I, I saw like someone else's kid, like picking on my kid, I'll go to the father. I'm like, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> Grab your kid right now. Or I'm gonna fucking end you. Okay, that's actually different. I would do that too. Yeah, there we go. Thank I, I, you. I would do that too. Thank you. I would do that too. Right? Okay. Sometimes, yeah. yo, like, I think sometimes you just gotta resort to violence. Like, not always, all the time. Yeah, but at least make threats. Like, <laughs> yo, yo, your son's a douche. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you up. All right. I can't punch the kid. But I will punch you. I will. F yeah, I'm, I'm gonna rob you too. I will take your fucking shoes, your wallet. You can't get McDonald's. You're not getting fucking Junior his fucking Happy Meal. Is that being so angry, Ben? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That got me so heated. I'm so sorry. What do you have to rant about? Fuck, man. Yo, don't be a shitty parent. Oh my god. Um, I, my, dude, mine's not even that profound. <laughs> I was gonna just talk about fucking. You ever like cut a lime, and the lime is so dry, and you squeeze, and there's no juice. <laughs> That's it. That's all I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> let me go back to your shit. Yo, if I was there with you, I'm gonna. Be, I would tap you back. Yo, Ninja, I think we gotta fuck this person up. Like that's. That's our dude. Yeah, yo, yeah. I don't know what it is about lime. Sorry, I'll go back tomorrow. I'll try to say my um um. No one probably. Everyone's probably like, "What the fuck is Ben talking?" You ever cut a lime, Linji? Yes, I've cut a lime. Do you ever like try to squeeze it and you're like, "Where the fuck's the juice?" And it's just like fiber, like lime fiber. It's like, it's like it's moist, but there's no liquid squeezing out. No, but all right, okay. great. So going back to your fucking thing about being a parent, yo, you said where where did you meet this fucker? It was at my son's gymnastics class. All right. How many times does it go to gymnastics? Once a week. All right. If I'm ever with you, right? And like just for, for some random reason. You're going to hit the kid with the door? <laughs> I'm going to pretend. I'm, I'm going to pretend I didn't see the kid. I'm just going to elbow him. Like a good like hard elbow. Like a fucking, you know, like an NBA. Like, uh, oh my God. I didn't see him. It's like, yo, you fucking clench your fist and punch <laughs> him in the eye. It's like, did I? Oh my God. I thought that was a door. We're at the outro. Um, we don't condone violence. No. We only condone Dumbasses? better parenting. Actually, no. Condone is when you're in favor of yeah, something, I was right? Say, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't condone violence. We only condone better parenting. But there has to be a point. Ben, stop talking about this. You're really upset about this parenting thing. I'm just saying I can't not be a parent. I can't be a parent. <laughs> you're going to be the dumbass parent. I'm yo, yo, it no, 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 no. I, I refuse because I was such a shitty kid. <laughs> I bet, yo, don't fucking, don't be a piece of shit like me. What did we say? Just because you have another mini version of you doesn't uh -huh. instantly make you a better person. No, I know that. I'm going to say, you better be better than me. I'm going to tell my kid, 
You've got to be better than me, bro. Or you're, it's, it was a waste. All right, Ben, go through the plugs. Um, let's see. Thank you for listening to our episode. I'm still a little heated, but pleasantly, this was actually a good topic. So thank you, Linji. There was only like three questions, and then Linji just, you know, masterclass finessed it. So good job, Linji. Socials? Socials. Let's do a plug. Linji's pretty much trying to say, I got to get the fuck out because he has a kid. Um, you can find us on most social platforms, YouTube. I keep I I was gonna say Snapchat, but mainly you can find us on um Instagram. We're Station Pod. Please shoot us a DM. Um also another um I guess shout out to any of our subscribers and our new subscribers. It's a marvel that people give us money. Yeah, I don't I didn't want to say <laughs> I felt I, I felt guilty saying no, it. No, that's the truth. That's the truth. It's the truth. Like, yeah, like thank you guys so much for supporting us. And if you guys don't subscribe, we also want to thank you for just listening to the podcast. Yeah. If you got this far in the podcast, yes. That's a miracle. Yeah, no, seriously. I yeah, like thank you so much. To the say, I think me and Lindsay are literally baffled. And Lindsay's like one of the smartest guys I know. I'm too dumb to like fathom this, but <laughs> we we are really, really, really grateful that um this is still happening. Yep. Tell your friends about the podcast. Leave us a five star review if you uh, have not already. Gang. A written review. We will just read it on air unless it's something absolutely racist. At that point, I don't think I can read it. If you're Leaving us a, I'm going to read it. If you want to leave us a review from a different country, I can't see it, so screenshot it. Yes, and then uh, send it over to us. Um, Speaking of our fans, thank you to one of our our listeners for sending over this Asian dad joke. Because, like I said, I'm running out of jokes. Let's hear it. Here we go. Here we go. All right, who's it from? I forget. I didn't write this down. My bad. But if it's their joke, I don't know. What did the sushi say to the bumblebee? Wasabi. Oh my god. (laughs) That was. I thank you to tell me that. Great joke. Great joke. Um, thank you. Yeah, thank you. That was a good one. That was a good one. I can't tell if Ben's being sarcastic or not though. Uh, no one will ever know. No one will. Okay, guys, we'll catch you next week. Um, when is this coming out? I think this this episode that we're we're recording right now should come out closer to Thanksgiving, which is an American holiday where, where we watch football. Oh I get, oh shit. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. We'll do our Thanksgiving episode. I don't think we can do it in time. I, my math is not mathing right now. Our Thanksgiving, yeah, we're just gonna do one. We don't give a fuck about timeline. <laughs> All right, like fuck the timeline. We're like a Marvel movie. Our Christmas special is gonna be talking about turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that shit. Just just turkeys. All right, guys. So we'll catch you guys next week. Okay. All right, man. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Stay safe. Stay warm. Be a be a better parent, I guess. <laughs> Bye. Or yo, me and you will fuck him up. No, we'll just let that door crash on your kid. <laughs> oh my god, no. Yeah, fuck him up. Bye. Peace.